0: Can you believe it? Try Talk SA is 10. Yep, episode 10 of the show. Uh, actually, can't believe it. It was uh, put together sort of on a whim, and uh, the response has just been phenomenal. From myself, Brad Brown, thank you so much for taking the time to download and listen to this weekly podcast that's focused specifically On the South African triathlon scene. Big news on today's show. I've got two entries to give away to the Midlands Ultra Triathlon. Uh, You can choose either the sprint or the ultra. You don't have to do the ultra if you don't want to. uh, But we've got two entries to that race to give away. And I'll be giving them away later on on the show as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, Also coming up on the show this week, we chat to Catherine Grenfell. Uh, from 5FM, from the Fresh Drive, she's gotten into triathlon, and I'll pick her brain as to how that all came about. We also catch up with Robin Hyde from The Modern Athlete uh, to find out what's coming up in their latest magazine as far as triathlon goes. And then a week and a bit ago at uh, Bella Bella, the 5150 Bella Bella took place, and I've got the winner of the ladies race, Andrea Stain, uh, on the show this week, just to touch base to see how her race went. That's all coming up on the show. Before we get into this week's show, though, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's been leaving reviews on iTunes for this podcast. In particular, That Guy S A says great show and really enjoyed the insight from your interview with Jody Swallow. Uh, the response to that interview has been phenomenal. It's the first time I've ever done it where I've just had one guest on the show. And yeah, you seem to love it. Jodie was just so candid and and amazing to interview and and she was just really honest. And and, yeah, if you haven't heard that interview yet, go back. I think it was episode nine of Try Talk Essay. Definitely go and have a listen to that one. Uh, I think it is definitely, definitely well worth it. Uh, Don't forget, you can also leave your reviews. It is so easy to do. If you do download the podcast through iTunes, just leave a review and a a star rating if you wouldn't mind what that does. Is It just helps other people find this podcast on a platform like iTunes. And and the more reviews and the more star ratings we have, the easier it is for people to find on iTunes. So without further ado, let's get straight into this week's show and our first guest. Well, our first guest on Try Talk SA this week, you'll probably recognize her voice instantly uh, from the Fresh Drive on 5FM. South Africa's, one of South Africa's biggest uh, national radio stations. Catherine, thanks for joining us today. Tell me a little bit about how your, your journey into triathlon started. Uh, you, you set the goal to do the fifty one fifty in Ukureleni and looking ahead towards the 70.3 in East London. But how did you, you get involved in the sport?
1: Um, I have to be honest. I absolutely hate exercising. Um, but I... Take up these challenges so that I do exercise. That's so, cool. yeah. So um, I never like I've never just gone to the gym every day because I like going to the gym. Um, I sort of went to the gym for the first time a while back because I needed to climb Kilimanjaro, uh, which I'd said yes to, and so I trained to climb Kilimanjaro. Then said yes to doing the Argus, so I had to train for that, and so I just keep on saying yes to these things <laughs> so that I can actually get fit, you know. Um, I'm busy, at the moment, I'm busy doing uh CrossFit as well, okay. um, because I said yes, because uh, Reebok approached the 5 or 7 people and said, are you guys keen? And so I was like, Oh, what the hell? Heard a bit about this CrossFit. Um, and I've been doing it for a couple of weeks and only found out what a W O D was. I heard this like thing getting thrown around, W O D and I didn't know what the hell it was. And figured out the other day that it was actually a <coughs> workout of the day. Uh, <laughs> um blind. Um Well but, yeah, uh, Kath, if it
0: makes you feel any better, I just learned what a W O D is, so
1: <laughs> Oh, there we go. There we go. I'm 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 a huge barrel of knowledge actually. There
0: we go.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so yes, um I decided that Poppy, um, who does the news had said she wanted to run for Ironman, Man, half Iron Man. Um, Fix uh, who's on Rob the Forbes' show mm-hmm. had said she was doing the whole thing and the so Poppy was looking for someone to swim with her. Um and initially, you know, as I've said, I said yes, on air, unfortunately, as these things happen, and then I have to follow through. And I think, when is the half Ironman? Like in end of Jan, the February of June, or something. Yeah. yeah. And by the end of November, my husband said to me, um, have you done any ounce of training for this? Because this is in the sea, and it's not a joke. And I think his fear of the ocean, um, came into play and he was very stressed about me surviving. And so I got a swimming coach and started swimming and was swimming in Emmerich Dam for days on end and, uh, <laughs> smelled like duck shit for <laughs> weeks. Um, and Fresh would always laugh at me because he would say, I can smell when you've swum in Emoryntia Dam it doesn't matter how many times you've showered you still smell like duck shit so it was like a a long standing joke at the Fresh drive for two months I swam in Emoryntia Dam and smelled like duck shit (laughs) Um, and then had my first experience of before doing the half Ironman swimming in a race in Jermiston Lake and completely shitting myself because it was so hectic because of just so many people and like me apologizing because I touched someone and whatnot. And my swimming coach was just like, you just swim, just swim. Don't worry about anybody else. Just swim. And I was like, Oh God. And then the half Ironman came around and I've never swum in the sea before. I mean, obviously I've like, swum in the mm, sea, like dip, like but you've day. never
0: done an open water proper, proper in the sea. No,
1: no. And, I was standing on the on the beach, waiting, and sadly they brought the first guy out that had died mm. and I completely like I was standing there crying, and it was like it was just the most hectic experience and thank God they didn't bring the second guy out because I mean this was the two guys that died yeah. and i because I don't think I would have gotten in the water and I was swimming, but I mean, I was swimming in the team. So there weren't that many people swimming. And I kept on swimming, like, with nobody around me. And I was like, I need someone, you know? Like, I just need someone that I know that I'm, like, I'm not the last person here. And I kept on, like, bobbing and, like, checking if there was anybody else. And, like, like, oh, my God, this is, like, so hectic. And eventually, like, sort of latched onto some guy. And just swam, and I thought, you know, I wasn't in it for a time, you know, to beat a mm. specific time. I mean, I'd obviously timed myself in Emerential in Dam to make sure that I was going to finish in time. Yeah. But I was, I think swimming in a team was better because I had, I knew that two other people were waiting for me and relying on me to finish. And that's what really kept me going. Because initially, you know, it was, it was quite daunting, the entire situation. Um, and I suddenly thought to myself, I feel like I have been swimming for absolutely ages. And I thought, oh my God, I'm going to get out and milkshake is going to be standing there like, honestly, Catherine, I can't
0: believe. <laughs> no one else, on, no one else there. Us. Just, just him. That's it.
1: Just so him. <laughs> and. I got out of the water and like you know, it took my top half of my wetsuit off and was like running and I was already pissed off because now we have to run after swimming and I was like, Oh my god, are you guys serious? Like why can't they just be here and I can just touch his hand and he can go? And I must run up this hill and I remember like running up and I mean obviously my tattoos just give me away of who I am and the announcer guy saying Catherine Grenfell from 5FM has just gotten out the water and I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing because I haven't (laughs) made the time and, and I remember like running over the time mat and saying to some random person, what is the time? What's the time? And like figuring out in my head that I'd actually beaten my times that I'd swum an Emory into dam. And so I had this like, I had this stupid grin on my face, like, yes, I've done it. And running and, like, Milkshake wasn't even ready yet because he didn't think that I had it. I, mean, I think he thought I wasn't going to finish in time. Um, so, like, did it. And I was really proud of myself, like, that I'd finished it and managed to do it. And so then I decided, because obviously the Ironman guys are like, come on, you need to do it on your own. Mm. Blah, 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 And I was like, are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> are, you, are you really out of your freaking mind? And I actually quite enjoyed the swimming part of it. I enjoyed, um, practicing and more. I mean, the running part is just what I had to get my head around because I'd never run before. And I mean, I cycled and I'd done the Argus again after the Ironman. And for me, it's just about finishing. It's never about the time. Mm. I just want to finish. It's, that's, that's the big thing for me. And so when these smaller Ironman events or like these triathlon events came up, I was like, cool. Let me do that. So I thought, okay, cool. I'll start with the Bella Bella thing. And then unfortunately got sick. And I think that the picture of the guy being brought out of the sea has stayed in my mind. And I was like, I'm not doing this while I'm sick. And. You know, I just let it go, and I've now moved on, and I'm going to um, start training for the the Jermiston one. And, I mean, I've managed to get, like, I've run one five kilometers, which, to me, I couldn't believe it because I really I'm, I think I might have done, like, compulsory cross-country at school. And <laughs> that's about it. So the running, the running has been hectic, but I think also I've realized that after, you know, getting over say two kilometers, then the running actually is easier. Mm. So the first two kilometers, that is a killer. Um, and so yeah, I've been, you know, I, I've been doing the crossfit thing. So that's also, that's been, it's helping with in terms of muscle strength and all of that. And then what I do is I go to gym and I will swim. Um, like 1.6 k's, then ride the bike for an hour, and then run 5
0: k's. Catherine, for for someone who hates exercise, you're doing a hell of a lot of it. (laughs) No,
1: I, I... that's what I said. I have, I have these goals because otherwise I'm not going to do it. I really would prefer just sitting on the
0: couch. I dig that. That's, that's cool. And tell me, yeah. just with regards to sort of working hours and that sort of thing, a lot of people think radio is all glamour. I mean, I've been in it for a few years too, and, and people think, oh, you arrive for your show two minutes before you're done with the show, and that's it, you're done. But there's a lot that goes yeah. into it behind the scenes. There's a lot, of, a lot of nights that you have to put in where you, you have to be out at events and that sort of thing how do you yeah. uh, and there's no real structure that's what I, what I found that I battled with there's no real structure as as hard as it is working an 8 to 5 at least you know you're working 8 to 5 and you can fit yeah. things around there but your weeks and I'm sure they, they were like mine is every week's different yeah you've got the show but everything else is all over the show how do you get that balance right to get your training in but still get work done yeah Um.
1: look I think I've also got kids so it's, it's hectic to work it out I mean like I look at a lot of people that are single that can go and run at five o'clock in the morning or go to the gym class at six o'clock in the morning. Um, there's very few classes for you know, hectic classes for people that can only get there at nine o'clock, mm. let's say, or say eight thirty. So, um, what I've basically done is I mean, I take my kids to school in the morning. I then uh, at the moment I'm doing Monday and Friday crossfit. Tuesday, I try and focus on um, the swim cycle and run so that I at least get that in. Um, I try and on a Wednesday and Thursday, I mean, I lecture every Wednesday and Thursday. So I've got to take that into account and I've got to be at the SABC by nine o'clock and I've got to obviously drop kids. So I've only got like half an hour um, which I like have been trying to get in a little bit of a run just so that I can keep the running thing going. And but I mean like even like yesterday, like it cropped up that there was a, a workshop that I needed to go to, so I couldn't train yesterday. Mm. So and I mean obviously I can't do anything at night. So I do find it quite difficult to fit in the time, but I am quite lucky in the fact that I do generally have most mornings free that I can do a little bit of Mm. training. And I think that the thing is, is that it really is all about setting these goals for yourself. So I know I have to be ready for Jamison. So I've got to get my shit together. There's no like, there's no um, just messing around until the last minute because I'm also, as much as I'm not like into it for the time factor and trying to beat a specific time, I am, because I've put it out on social media and on radio, I have to finish.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not
1: going to, I'm not going to be that person that, like, I mean, with Kilimanjaro, I remember thinking, oh God, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I I want to go home. I hate this. Uh, Like, uh, this is the worst experience, the worst thing I've ever done in my life. And I remember thinking, oh, I have to get to the top because I've been doing crossings every day and I'll be embarrassed that I didn't finish. So it's a huge, huge thing for me to finish because I don't want to be embarrassed. Well, it
0: did finish. Kath, can, can I tell you? I, I love that because I I was exactly the same when I started, and 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 for me, I think that's really important. First of all, is setting the goal to to sort of have something that you're working towards, but tell people that you're doing it because there's some sort of accountability there. It's easy to set a goal and don't tell anyone, so that when you fail, you can you can hey, it doesn't really matter because no one knew anyway. You, you almost exactly. need to draw a line in the sand and go set your stall out and go. You know what? I'm doing this.
1: Yeah, and we've also like as the fresh drives, um, we we have made it sort of a goal that all of us are exercising So, and we're trying to be healthier. And our whole thing is to try and inspire people to be healthier. So you'll hear us almost every single day, like, you know, talking about what exercise we've done that day, that sort of thing. And it really is to inspire people to get off their asses and do something. Um, And my whole thing specifically was the running was I hate running. I absolutely hate it. Um, but I will put it out on Twitter that I did five kilometers today or I even did two kilometers. Like, you know, it's like pathetic to like runners. They like yeah, you know, whatever. But for people that aren't doing anything, I'm hoping that it inspires them in some little bit of a way that if I can do it, then you can do it. And and that is my big thing. Mm-hmm. And I think as the first drive we've like really tried to you know inspire people to do it. Um, but getting back to um your actual main question about I just try and fit in I'm not also going to beat myself up about the fact that I should be training every single day. Yes, I should be training every single day, but life happens and things happen. As long as I keep myself busy and I'm like walking up the stairs instead of taking the lift, it's that little bit of extra that I've done for that day.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Kath, and then as yeah. far as... I mean, you've set the goal for 70.3. Uh, what after that? I mean, have you got any any sort of ambitions to go on and do the full, perhaps?
1: Um, I'm still... Look, I mean, my, my goal at the moment is just the Jemison 5150. Okay. Um, I know that they have asked me to do half Iron Man, the full thing. And I'm like super daunted by it I I don't know if I am ready for it and I don't know if I have enough time to train and I also, as I said I don't want to be embarrassed and I'd rather set goals for myself that I can actually achieve Um, so we might be doing a team again I know that Fix is training for the full Ironman so I think she wants to get her cycling up so she wants to do she doesn't want to do the whole thing again this year she wants to do a team so I think I might land up just swimming again I'm still not sure, but I'll also give myself like another month or two to really decide if I, if that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I also want to do the Germiston one and just see how I feel. And even if it's only the following year that I decide to do the full half Ironman on my own, I'm not sure about the full Ironman. I think that that is like hectic training, like hectic. And the reality is, is that I do have so many things on mm. and I do have five children, and I do have to like cook every day, and all of that those things factor in yep. um maybe when the kids are a bit older, that they can like stay at the house you know on their own mm. while I go and train for a bit, then maybe. Um, but I'm not gonna like say yes at all. <laughs>
0: I'm You're, not not gonna com- put myself- You're not committing just yet.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not committing just yet. I wanna, I really wanna see just first how the, the 5150 goes cool. and just see how I feel about it. Cause that I think is an achievable goal. Yeah, absolutely. You know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Catherine, and just, just so you know as well, I mean, that, that, that step from 70.3, the full 70.3 to, to the full Ironman, it, it freaks a lot of people out. We've been talking about it quite a bit here on the show, and, and the truth of the matter is you don't really need to do that much more training. It's just that you need to do it for three months more. So you're basically doing it for February, yeah. March, and April. So a lot of people get freaked out because of the distance, and they think, oh, it's double the distance, so we need to double the training. And, and truthfully, that's, that's really not it. you just got to actually get your yeah. head right and, and wrap your head around it. Yeah. But that, That's where it comes. So if you do ever decide to make that, just keep that in mind that it's, it's, it's okay, not, cool. not such I, a big I will, thing.
1: I will. I know, everyone's trying to like convince me and I'm like, I think it is, you know, like mentally, I know that I'm, I think everyone, like specifically, and I, I mean, specifically women, um, because I'm a woman, but specifically women are mentally very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get up Kilimanjaro with my mind, mm-hmm. not with my body, with my mind. I managed to finish The Argus in nine hours, the first year that I did it, I cramped like for the last three hours and cried for the last two hours, but with my mind I finished. And like um I've had three children, natural childbirth, no drugs. Mind did that, you know? So mind wise, I think I've got it. I just like with I think with the Argus experience that first year where I cramped so badly, I was so like angry with my body. My body wasn't doing what my mind was able to do. So my mind was able to finish and my body just wasn't like getting there. Mm. And so like mind-wise, I think I could eventually like get my head around it. I just know that I do have to be physically prepared so that I'm not in that same situation as the Argus where I was like bawling my eyes out and I could barely like move. And I had bruises on my legs from trying to like, Get my muscles to actually work again. So I think that's, that's the big, that's my big fear,
2: I think, actually.
0: Yeah, no, it is. And, and you're so right. It is a mental thing. Those, those long, the longer you go, the more mental it becomes. And it's just a, a thing of belief and, and whether you yeah. can do it. So yeah, I, I, love, yeah. I love hearing that you are you, still on track for, for Germiston, and you, you're going to be there. I look forward to seeing you out on the course. It should be, it should be yeah. good fun. And then Kath, if people yeah. want to follow your journey online, I know you, you're very active on social media. Where can people find you online?
1: Um, uh, My Twitter handle is at Kath Grenfell, and it's C-A-T-H-G-R-E-N for Nelly, F for Freddie, E-L-L. And I'm on Facebook under Kath Grenfell or Catherine Grenfell. and a blog is coming soon, hopefully. Awesome. <laughs> got to, just got to get my shit together, like I have to do everything
0: else. <laughs> <laughs> got to find the time. Got to find the exactly, time. Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Catherine, it's been awesome catching up and just hearing a little bit about your journey. I want to wish you all the best. If there's anything we can do from our side, if you need any help, please give us a shout. We'll be more than willing to give you a hand. And thank and, and you so see what much. It's been
1: such a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much.
0: We do it every single month here on Try Talk SA and catch up with uh, the people from Modern Athlete to find out what's happening in the Modern Athlete from a triathlon perspective. And it's a huge month for Modern Athlete this month. It's their 50th edition and uh, it's a pleasure to welcome onto the show once again Robin Hyde, the sales manager from Modern Athlete. Welcome back onto Try Talk SA, Robin. Good to chat. Brad,
2: good morning. Good morning. Good to be back with you. Also,
0: awesome, mate, what's coming up in the mag? It's a big month for you guys, 50th edition. What have you got in there from a triathlon point of view?
2: y'all very quickly, very proud of the 50th edition. Seems like only yesterday that the publication kicked off. So yeah, all of us here at Modern Athlete very proud of the 50th edition. As far as tri goes, we feature uh, the triathlon teen wonder, a young lass by the name of Robin Lee Jones. Quite a nice read. Um, one of the regular features in the publication, the balancing act. Um, is a segment, a regular segment. And this month, we feature a chap by the name of Travis Johnson, who was a broker who turned triathletes. And then we chat to Nicole Driver in the uh, segment of the publication called My Goal. Um, Nicole Driver is heading off to Hawaii in October to chase down a potential top 10 age category finish the Man World Champs. So there's something really to get excited about and to keep an eye on. And then uh, wrapping things up as far as try goes, the usual suspects, it's the Dare to Try feature with our Dare to Try coach, Derek Mosses. Always a good read as well. Bring on the try season, Brad.
0: Yeah, we smack bang, pretty much uh, just getting going. I mean, 5150 50 Bella Bella took place uh, a week and a half ago, and, and yeah, there's this more and more races coming up. So Tri-Season definitely getting into full swing, and, and we look forward to, to getting that mag and, and reading that balancing act. Sounds fascinating because that's one of the questions that comes up so often here on Tri-Talk, mm. Essays is how do people get that, that sort of balance of work and training and all of that sort of stuff right. So, yeah, it sounds like a great read. Robin Hyde, thanks uh, for chatting to us again. We look forward to catching up with you to find out what's going to come up in the next month of Modern Athlete in a month from now here Brad, on Tri Talk
2: SO. Brad, as always, an absolute pleasure. Thanks for your time. Take care.
0: Last weekend in uh, the in Limpopo province saw the fifty one fifty Ironman fifty one fifty take place at Bella Bella, and uh, was just looking at the results and two fantastic results in the elite uh, race from the men's side as well. Vian Sulvalt breaking the course record, but there was also another record uh, in the ladies race, and it's a, a pleasure to have on the show this week, Andrew Steyn. And Andrew, welcome on to Try Talk SA. Thanks for your time today.
3: Thank you. Yes, I'm happy to 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 be on on the <laughs>
0: Andrew, you obviously had a great race this weekend. Uh, talk us through it. Uh, how did how did it feel?
3: Um, I wasn't expecting too much. Um, I had some time off, and I was a bit sick. I had some problems with my health, so I, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel. Um, I didn't have the best swim. But at the end, you know, I caught a lot a lot of on the bike and then my running's almost always my strongest point. So I was was able to, to take the lead on the run and at the end it was actually I felt actually very good so I guess the rest and everything did, did good for myself.
0: I mean that fifty one fifty is really turning into a, a great event up in Bella Bella, isn't it?
3: Yes, no, it's definitely, I mean, if you look at the numbers, I mean, it's been a sold out event. Um, it's definitely, I think it's going to grow the sport, especially Olympic distance, distance racing. Um, and if you look at the 5150, 50, it's actually international, um, event. I, I did two races in, in May in, um, in America. And if you look at all the, all the HQ people racing, it's actually growing all over. not not in South Africa, but all over the
0: globe. Yeah, and, and I mean, South Africans are funny. We talk about it all the time, That, and, and I think it's just our psyche as a nation that you, you almost aren't considered a triathlete unless you've done like a full Ironman distance triathlon. But you, you mentioned the Olympic distance, and that's such a great distance for, for an average athlete that, that maybe doesn't have ability, but it's challenging enough to, to sort of make you have to work hard for it, but it's not going to kill you. It's not a, a distance that really messes you up, and, and, and it is a great distance to race, isn't it?
3: Yeah, something, so especially if you, if you want to do the Ironman, it's, or the half Ironman, it's always good to start at a, a you know, a race that's a, a bit less. Um, the 5150 is about an average three hour race for, for uh, an average athlete, which is great to get into, into the sport, especially if you're not used to swimming. The distance is not that long. Um, I mean, you can get away with, with minimal amount of training for all the, all the weekend warriors and I mean it's a good to 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 sort of, sort of try out these events to see if you like triathlon because um it's quite an expensive sport but a wonderful sport and i mean if you look at the numbers it's just growing every year and all of these all of these races are sold out so it's great to start with an, a shorter event and i think this distance will suit most most athletes definitely yeah,
0: yeah without a doubt and andrea just just talking i mean you, you say that the weekend warriors you by no means a weekend warrior you're a blooming good athlete how did you get involved in the sport
3: um, I think I was always a runner, and um, long ago I saw a little ad in in the local newspapers about a a duathlon. I didn't know what a duathlon was. Um, for those people that don't know, duathlon is the one is, is a is a triathlon, but more the winter sport. So it's without the swimming. So I started when I was about fifteen, sixteen, with my dad's big bike, and I, I when I met my 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 husband now, but my boyfriend then he was into swimming and those sort of things, and. I gradually started swimming. I didn't know how to swim one lap. So um, I started actually with triathlon when I was 18 years old. So, um, yeah, I can't believe it's already been 13 years that I've been Involved with triathlon and loving
0: every moment. Yeah, I mean, you have been around for a while. I mean, for as long as I've been involved in the sport, your name's always popping up on on race results at the at the top of the pile, and and it's always it's just so cool to watch you race because you just you make it look so easy. The rest of us are really <laughs> suffering, but you just make it look like it's a walk in the park.
3: No, it's, no, it's definitely not always a walk in the park. I mean, um, you know, it's challenging doing it sort of full time. It's it's a lot of training, a lot of lot of um, sacrifices, but I mean, the moment you, you don't love what you're doing, then you should stop, so um, you have a, I mean, definitely, it's it's nice to win a race, and it's, it's nice to, to train and do what you love, so I'm very fortunate to be able to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's probably also nice to win a race this early in the season, this is essentially the, the season opener uh, for the South African season, you, you mentioned you're coming off a bit of ill health, what, what, are, your, what are your goals and ambitions for this season, Andrew?
3: Um I think I would definitely um I'm I like some time off now, so um i'm very happy with the win obviously and then um in, in november there's the second fifty one fifty event um which would take place in Germiston, which would probably also be a sold out event so um it's quite a big race um <clears throat> with the fifty one fifty races um you get a a final race. Which is in America in, in September. So what though that, that race would be the Africa Champs race, which is a very big race and a lot of points. So expecting a lot of international athletes competing. So I think that would be a big race that I would prepare for. And, um, and then working towards, um, I'm slowly going into the longer events. So going to try and get set for the, for the, the half Ironman, which is end of January, which is, some nice months of training ahead
0: for me now. Okay, I was, I was going to ask you that because I mean, you've been racing the shorter ones for, for quite a while now, and, and, and I'm glad you're saying that you are, th- are talking about making the step up to the longer ones. Would this be your first half Ironman distance
3: try? No, um, I've actually done one last year, um, and I, I actually didn't train for it properly because I was racing all the the sprint distance events, and um, yeah, you know, trying to to just complete the the, the half man and to race it is, I think, two completely different um, stories. So, um, you know, I, I didn't have a great race, um, and I. I want to go back and finish it and train properly for it. But I see myself definitely next year doing a lot more longer distance triathlon, um, especially the non-drafting events, which I love, because um, it's more of an individual sport and testing all your abilities on three different um, discipline. So yeah, definitely going to work towards the longer distances now.
0: Yeah, those non-drafting ones are are, are are nice in the sense that there's nowhere to hide. Like it's it's you, and no. uh, <laughs> it, uh, there's just nowhere. I mean, it's if you if you weaken one, it shows up.
3: Yes. No. There's there's, there's definitely it's, and I mean, in, in, if you look at it in cycling, um, if you're on your own, for everyone it's the same condition. So definitely testing um, everything out there on the bike.
0: Okay, and then, and then long-term goals. I mean, we spoke about the next season. You, you're going to go to a 70.3. What's the long-term plan? I mean, where do you see yourself in five years from now, Andrew?
3: Um, well, definitely, like I said, um, uh, I'll still race some Olympic distance races. I'm concentrating. I used to do more the IT races, which is the draft legal races, but then I'm um, moving more towards the, uh, The non-drafting races. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I still want to do a full Ironman. Maybe in ten years, but not in five years. But definitely trying to to maybe qualify for Ironman World Champs or, um, I I mean half Ironman World Champs and those sort of events um, in the future. Um, there's definitely there's so many events now in South Africa, um, and even wonderful events overseas to go do. Um, so definitely moving towards the the longer stuff.
0: In the it's actually so, It's actually so nice to see someone like yourself who, who's basically started on the shorter ones and is now now sort of moving moving your way through and I think that's a great lesson as well. I don't know if you'd agree with me that so often people look at like a, a 70.3 or they look at an Ironman and because there's such a vibe around it they think that that's what they want to do and, and they, they almost go and do those long ones too early where, where they could have probably really competed well on, on like you said the ITU circuit and if I look at the guys and girls that are racing on that circuit now I mean geez, we've got some amazing athletes in this country and when they finally sort of maybe get on a couple of years and start doing the longer ones, I think we're going to produce some world-class athletes. Do you agree with me?
3: Yes, I definitely do. If you look at um, all the athletes at the moment at the ITU circuit, we've got wonderful youngsters like Vian, and Vian who actually won, won the, yeah. the event on this weekend. Um, I mean, he's a junior world champ from last year at ITU races. We've got Henry Schumann and Richard Murray, which is a phenomenal athlete at this moment. So, um, and if you, if you look at all the results now at Ironman, it's all these, um, Previous stars at the Olympic Games and ITU races, working towards the non-drafting event. So the ITU races are very fast and at a very high standard. Um, and I mean, we we have a lot of talent in South Africa. Um, and I, de- I definitely think once you finish with those sprint sort of distances, there's always these ironman events to to sort of follow your dream with with the non-drafting um, events. And I mean, it's it's still very challenging. I mean, no mistake, it's. The, the 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 level at which these half Ironman worlds and Ironman worlds are taking place. I mean, it's phenomenal athletes. It's really a very really high standard and definitely something to to fall back on once you finish with all these spots. Um, ITU races
0: definitely. Yeah, and those longer ones almost prolong your, your career as well. I mean, if you look at look at some of the, the world class athletes, look at someone like Chrissy Wellington. I mean, she raced well into her forties and and was wasn't just competitive; she was just cleaning up in her forties. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good to see. And then Andrea, for someone who's who's maybe listening to this, who's thinking about perhaps getting into the sport of triathlon, what advice could you give to to the out and out novice? Well, I, a lot of people
3: ask me what what. Advice I can give, and I always tell people, um, try and enter for a race. Um, I mean, there's if you go look on the websites, and there's so many triathlons and and duathlons to to go do, and enter for one, and then at least when your alarm goes off in the morning, um, you have something to to work towards. Um, and it's 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 really it's. Um, if you have a goal in mind it 's so much easier to train for something and i mean um, enjoy it go, go you don 't need all the fancy equipment for the first race um, Just go borrow a bike, borrow a helmet, and just go do it and see if you like it and i um, most ninety nine percent of the athletes will go buy a bike and and try and try and enter for the next one so you know, get
0: out there and just enter for one and just go do it <laughs> yeah true I, and it's so funny and, and when you do that this is my little two cents worth is make sure you take lots of photos because i think we've all got photos of our first race on the weirdest <laughs> equipment and the funniest helmets i must actually run a competition like that to see who can send us the worst photo <laughs> from their first triathlon because there's some doozy yeah, photos think... out there
3: Definitely, I think um a lot of athletes that I know or even myself will win the competition because it's actually, <laughs> if you look, if you look back, it's actually very funny of where you started and I mean it's just to show you don't need the fancy bike and fancy shoes. You, you can you can still make
0: it with 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 borrowed stuff. <laughs> Without a doubt, Andrea. Stey, thank you so much for chatting to us today. Congratulations thank once you. again on your win this weekend. And and yeah, I, I'm going to be at that uh, Africa Cup, the 5115 of Okuruleni, and I look forward to hopefully uh, welcoming you home as a winner. Thank
3: you
0: so much. Well, that's it for another week of Tri Talk Essay. I promised at the beginning of the show I'd give you the winners of our two entries into the Midlands Ultra Triathlon. It can be either the Ultra or the Sprint. Thank you to everyone who's entered the competition over the last eight weeks here uh, on Try Talk SA, And uh, I can tell you, we've done a random draw. And congratulations to Richard Hill, who wins an entry. And also, congratulations to Kelly Skates. Congratulations to the two of you. I'll be in touch via email. Uh, as to get those entries to you uh, enjoy the training enjoy the race and thanks again once again to the guys at the midlands ultra triathlon for sponsoring those entries if you haven't entered that race yet it happens the last weekend in november uh, it's a great weekend away for the whole family there's a kiddies race there's the sprint and then there's the ultra as well which happens on sunday the first of december so uh, go and f- check it out i'll pop the links to that race on our website as well Uh, that if you want to go and enter it, you can. It is a great, great one to go and race uh, in the build-up to the Ironman 70.3 in January. Before I head away, uh, don't forget, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can, at TryTalkSA. You can also like our Facebook page. Just search for TryTalkSA on Facebook. Or uh, if you have any feedback or comments or suggestions, you can pop me an email, podcast at trytalksa.co.za. As always, if I could ask you as well, if you wouldn't mind just leaving a review on iTunes. If you do download this uh, podcast through iTunes, it just helps other people find the podcast and it just improves our rankings on iTunes and uh, allows more people to discover uh, this podcast. So until next week, from myself, Brad Brown, have yourself a great week and we'll chat soon. Cheers.